Welcome to IB Talk, the leading podcast for the insurance industry across Australia, New Zealand, and throughout the Asia Pacific region. Brought to you by Insurance Business. Hello and welcome back to IB Talk. I'm Danny Wood, News Editor of Insurance Business Australia. Many industry stakeholders would see Stellar Insurance as an industry pioneer in both the UK and Australia for their women-focused insurance offerings. Founder and CEO Sam White has called for more feminine energy in the Australian insurance industry and the removal of gender bias. The leader of Stellar in Australia is Renee Cosgrave, the Chief Operating Officer. She's in Sydney. Hi, Renee. Hi, Danny. How are you? Yeah, good. Yeah, good to have you on the show. First up, can you just tell us a bit about something you've just launched? It's a new travel insurance offering for women. Yes, absolutely. I'd love to. It's our most exciting and newest product to market. So I guess uh, one of the great things that did come out of COVID is a letting consumers know that they must have travel insurance. And more than ever, are we seeing more and more customers uh, wanting to buy travel insurance? So What we're seeing through research is 70% of Australians are currently planning overseas travel, 68% of travel insurance policies are generally bought by women who are organising the travel in the family. So this has really provided significant brand and revenue opportunity for Stella. What's new about this particular one? Because it does, it is very focused for, for women, isn't it? It is. So we differentiate from other offers in the market through building out cover to meet the needs of women and that's something we do across all our products not just travel insurance what we've done differently this time with our travel is it is completely flexible and customizable to um, your individual needs so it's a real modular approach on the quote journey and we've got price and product transparency through that so you're able to adapt your limits and see how that is changing through the price when we talk about the women focus features Everything we do when it sits around the needs of women is done through uh, insights and research. So we always conduct research before any products developed. Through that research, we identified some areas that aren't generally covered or um, if they are covered, they're definitely not articulated to the wider audience around what that cover benefit is. So we really found an opportunity to enhance the pregnancy cover beyond the traditional 19 weeks. I know I'm, uh, I'd say, a new mother. I've got a 19-month-old and, you know, with a doctor's clearance, I was able to fly up to 32 weeks. So why shouldn't your travel insurance cover you if a doctor says you can travel is the way we see it. We've also provided a childcare benefit. So as a parent, if you're travelling and you need, you're hospitalised or something happens to you, you've got children there. We're now providing additional cover to be able to get some childcare or or care for the children while you're in hospital or or unable to care for your children. And then the last piece, which really taps into, I guess, the purpose of Stella and, and a feature that sits across all our products is domestic abuse cover. So if you are in a crisis situation or a domestic abuse situation on your overseas travel, we will help you get out of that situation and we'll also provide additional counselling services for when you return for up to 12 months. Is that is that the feature that makes it truly unique? The other things you've mentioned extend, I imagine, things that were probably available in some way before, but that domestic violence cover is, I mean, that that, that must, be, must be unique, isn't it? 
It is a unique feature for Stella and it's something we have in our motor product and it's something that we will continue to take through all of our products as we develop them. We've also have created um, a unique a crisis insurance that um, is stay tuned because it's not yet uh, completely launched, but we've developed that uh, out of the UK business and we'll look to bring that in. So given it's such a big focus of our purpose around supporting women and especially in this space, uh, and it's such a, a major one in four women are exposed to domestic violence, it is something that we really consider across every aspect of the business from product through to how can we use our profit to help support and solve some of the issues women face around domestic abuse. What are the insurance challenges in terms of, you know, when you're proposing putting domestic violence cover into a policy, what sort of challenges or conversations do you have with underwriters and, and insurers about that? Is that is that a comp- Were they surprised initially about this? And I'm just interested in their reaction and what happens after that. Yeah, look, I think um, more and more uh, it's being received a a lot better these days than when we first set out. You know, I went with our motor product wanting to get the excess waived and cover for if your partner has damaged your car in a domestic violence situation and all motor policies exclude or repudiate a claim where your car's been damaged by a spouse or someone that you, is known to you or lives in your household. So that was a real difference. And because, as you know, um, insurance is based on risk and, and pricing is is based on assessment of risk. And, and because that hasn't ever been done, it's a little bit unknown. So it, it is really just talking around the reasons why and, you know, it is unfair. And that, that for a vulnerable customer or a, a any, it's not just for women. We are unapologetically for women, but we sell our policies to men and women. So yes, it's for women and that's the purpose of our business. But if we have a male policyholder that's in the same situation, he'll get the same benefits and feature. But, you know, you're already in such a crisis situation. The last thing you you know, you need to be going through is your car's not covered, you need to pay an excess, you may not have the money at that point in time. So if if you think back to what insurance was there to do, it was help, it was to help and protect people. And so for us, that is the real key and what we try to really make sure that whoever we partner with from a underwriter or a partnership perspective, that they share in that same vision and value that they want to bring to customers. And if I was getting domestic violence cover in a policy, it, it's is it a, something I is it a box an extra box I tick an extra or is no, or do these they're all part feature, of it? It's a standard feature for Stella. And now you've been in Australia, uh, I think, roughly a few years now. I mean, how I mean, how are things going, and and what sort of challenges are you currently facing? So we we launched in July 2020 uh, with a motor product in the middle of COVID. So some would say we're pretty crazy. It's been a crazy and very exciting journey. 2023 has been a big year as we've expanded from motor to a multi-product insurance brand. And for Stella, we launched with motor, but we were never car insurance for women. We have always set out to be insurance for women. And so we will look to further develop new products. We've been continuing to grow, which is great. Our brand and products are really resonating with Australian women and men female organisations and brands coming to us wanting to partner. They, you know, we, we definitely are not your traditional insurance brand and quite outspoken and bold. 
But like most insurance brands, we've had challenges this year around inflation challenges, uh, claims costs, which means price increases. So, you know, we still face the, the same traditional challenges that everyone else is facing, coupled with being a three-year-old business, trying to build a consumer brand and launch new products. Mm -hmm. uh, I guess in the last couple of years, because of the natural catastrophes, that some of the big insurers have had trouble keeping their motor and home policies profitable. Uh, you're more of a a niche market, I suppose, in the in the motor area. But is profitability an issue in, in the motor space for you guys too? Look, it's definitely had its challenges and we've had significant rate increases like the entire market has. Um, I think we, for Stella, we definitely reacted, I think, a little bit quicker or maybe a little bit more aggressively and have found that the rest of the market's kind of met us and and we're holding our competitive positioning where we traditionally have played. So, yeah, we had a little lull, but, um, you know, we're definitely, yeah, back to our normal volumes. I'm interested in comparing the UK and Australia. Stella started in the UK. Is there much difference between the sort of gender challenges, I guess, you're facing as a company in Australia compared to the, the UK? Yeah, they're de well, look, as a, pro a progressive brand that really puts a spotlight on gender equality, we've always re received really strong views from our customers who may or may disagree with our perspective. However, on a whole, it's been strongly embraced and welcomed in both markets. And to, to be really honest, women are, are the hardest, um, are the ones that provide the most feedback to us. But really the key challenge that's different in the UK is due to the EU gender directive. And that's where you can't use gender as a rating factor. So we've really had to, as a brand, we can be for whoever we want to be. But when it comes to rating, and especially in the motor space where women are a better risk and even more so in the UK market with the personal injury element, there's a significant difference or risk rating between male and females, but we can't actually use that in pricing. You can discriminate on every other aspect on where you live, on your occupation, but unfortunately not on gender where the, the data exists. So we've really had to use product design and our brand messaging and proposition to differentiate there. Oh, that's interesting. So it, that makes it, I guess, a bit easier in Australia for you guys. It definitely does. I mean, yes, we can rate on gender and the whole market does, but I think for Stella being a purpose-driven business and the fact that we do really consider the needs of women first actually is better received. It, it, it actually means more to women than the pricing front. I think we're competitive on pricing on the nature of, of the risk and every risk is assessed based on uh, all the attributes that exist. So we don't just go, oh, because you're a, a, a woman, you're going to pay less. You know, we need to make sure that we're also protecting the underwriter. So pricing is reflective of the risk. Uh, it's all the other elements that us as a business stand for and what we consider that really differentiates us. You mentioned you get a lot of feedback from women. Can you tell us about what some of that feedback's like? Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, we don't get as much these days and we probably went out with our biggest and boldest campaign ever, and I don't know if you've seen it, uh, the It Takes Boobs campaign. Um, that's oh, yeah. the one yep, yep. we actually thought <laughs> we were going to get the most uh, feedback and customer um, 
comments on and it's actually the one that we have had the least but definitely in the early days when we set out uh, customers were really wanting proof points on how we were for women so we really had to have proof points and constantly replying to comments and feedback providing links to actually we're not a QBE brand they're our underwriter this is we've partnered with Wayjack. this is what we've done from a product design we've done research so in the early days, we were really having to defend everything we've done to prove that we are authentically for women and who we are as a business. We get less of that today, um, but, you know, we we definitely are still very aware with everything we release and put out from a campaign to a product perspective that we need to make sure that we have uh, the the research and the stats to back up anything that we go out to market with. Consumers see through businesses and brands these days. So whatever you go out and say, you need to make sure that you can back that up. As a journalist covering the industry, the the proof for me, I guess, about what you do is you have very um, substantial links to charities, including refuges for women suffering domestic abuse. Can you tell us a bit more about what you're doing there currently? Absolutely. Back in the early days when Stella launched, we were actually launched and our support to women was going to be to support female entrepreneurs. And that's really close to Sam's heart and something that um, in the UK we will do a bit more of. But domestic violence is um, especially close to to me and something I've experienced through growing up. Um, And so it was something that we really wanted to support as a business and um, finding a local grassroots organisation that was also focused on providing care to women and children was what we looked for. So we partnered in New South Wales with Women's and Girls Emergency Centre and they're an organisation that's committed to ending gender-based violence for women and children. So we've had that partnership now for a little over three years and it's just gone from strength to strength. Pretty proud to say that to date we've donated over 120,000 to their donations program, and that goes directly to women and children who use their services. So helping them with care packs to while they're in the refuge, or you know when they're moving out of the refuge and into a home, it provides donations to be able to help them keep going. I guess so. Our commitment to being a purpose-driven business is at the forefront of what we do, um, and we'll continue to look for other grassroots organisations in other states to further expand on our partnerships and charities in in the domestic abuse area. We are looking at a different charity with the launch of travel. So at the moment, $5 from every travel policy is going into our domestic abuse bucket. But as a business, we want to be able to help with women on more fronts. And so we look to align our product to a different charity that is is more suited. So I can't tell you too much more about that, but it's really exciting and, and we'll be looking to launch that early 2024. Do you feel like the industry is moving a bit with you now? Like what sort of response do you get from colleagues in the insurance industry? Are you regarded as an outlier who does all this good stuff or are you, are you seeing any evidence that others are, are joining you in some way? I think, I think everyone is doing their own thing in their own way. Um, I guess for us, we're very focused on what we support and who we are and who we partner. And we're also incredibly 
specific around what we want to find in a partner. It needs to be have aligned values and it needs to, our mission is is gender equality. So whoever we partner with needs to have a similar, have similar values and a similar mission. And so where I think sometimes the other brands and the bigger businesses can be a bit spread across lots of different charities and they're involved in a bit of this and a bit of that and it's it's kind of widespread rather than being really clear and focused. The other thing for us is when we look for partnerships, it's a partnership that we can see tangibly on where the money that we're donating goes to and who it's helping and can we personally be involved. And, you know, for me, when you look at a white ribbon or a really big entity, you actually can't see where it's going and who it's helping. And not to say they're not doing fantastic jobs and, and you know, their their core purpose is as a charity is to help in these areas. But for us, it's really being able to see the tangibility that's wrapped around it. Renee, keep up the good work and thanks for talking with IB Talk. Thank you, Danny. It was really nice to talk to you today. Yeah, you too. And Renee Cosgrave is COO for Stella Insurance. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to IB Talk. For the latest episodes, be sure to follow us on SoundCloud, Stitcher and Apple Podcasts.